Let's separate fact from fiction about the upcoming federal budget proposal. That's coming up next, the Winnipeg's Real Estate Podcast. You're listening to the Bone Nose Real Estate Podcast. Tips and advice for home buyers, sellers, and owners with award-winning REMAX agent, Bo Kaufman. Hello, everybody. It's Bo Kaufman, REMAX Performance Realty, with another episode of Winnipeg's Real Estate Podcast. You know, the real estate market is super hot, and naturally everybody thinks that that's a good thing for all real estate agents, and it's just a wonderful time. Well, uh, it's not a great thing because it's so one-sided. The only one who really benefits is anybody who wants to sell their house and not buy another one. So if you're if you're retiring and you're going to move into an apartment, this is a great time for you. But for buyers, and especially first-time buyers, it's not a great time. Houses are selling for not only sixty, eighty, a hundred thousand dollars above asking, but they're selling for eighty thousand, hundred thousand dollars over what they would have sold last year. So if you're a first-time buyer, you're struggling. It's uh, it's a tough time to get into the housing market. So naturally, the federal government is going to uh, step in and fix this issue for us with some of their proposals. So I had a, a friend call me last week and say, hey, I heard that the blind bidding is coming to an end. The federal government's going to outlaw it. And I had to kind of look it up and, and see what they were talking about. And it's part of their proposed budget is that they are looking for ways to make this the whole uh, house purchasing more fair. So let's take a second here and talk to uh, somebody who knows a lot more about this, somebody who is in the financial game, and that is uh, Mike Schroeder of Mortgage Architects. Let's give him a call. Good morning. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? It's Bo. Hey, Bo. Doing well. How about yourself? Excellent. Uh, I, thought, I thought today we'd talk about the proposed budget. Uh, because about a week ago, a relative of mine called me and, and said, hey, have you heard that blind bidding and, and sealed bids are a way of the past? They're going away. And, I, and I'm saying, no, actually, I haven't heard that. So I had to look into it. And that's one of the proposals that the government, the federal government would like to do away with. Uh, to put it in perspective and to put some history behind it is when you put your house up for sale right now in most provinces, you can put it up for sale and then buyers can enter bids that are private and sealed and only the the seller gets to open them well what what can happen is somebody the winning bidder can overshoot all the other bids by quite a bit great for the seller um but you know the federal government says hey we don't like this so they you know they've they've talked about maybe finding a way to put an end to it the problem is uh, these real estate laws are set provincially, and the federal government has very little authority. They can they can try and work with the provinces on this stuff, uh, but so far, from what I've heard, the provinces have told the federal government to go pound sand. <laughs> so um, I know there's a lot of rumors out there. There's a lot of uh, things that we might be doing, but it's not even voted on yet. So, Mike, what have you heard, and and what do you take away from this proposed budget? Well, let's start with what's actually been talked about in detail. So the first one is actually a proposal I like. It's called the Tax-Free First Home Savings Account. So most people are familiar with the fact that if you put money into your RRSPs, you can take money out of your RRSPs for being a first-time home buyer. The catch, of course, you have to repay the money back into your RRSPs in the next 15 years. Okay? Most right. people know that. Um, people, most people are also familiar with the Tax-Free Savings Account. You put money in, it earns money tax-free, you can pull it out penalty-free at any time. 
Well, what this product does is actually combines both of those things together. You can put your money into this account. It is tax deductible, meaning it lowers your taxable income, meaning you get a bigger income tax return at the end of the year, right? But now you can pull money out of it tax-free for your first time buying a house. And the best part is you don't have to repay it back yet. That's right, because um, I, I, I think we glossed over it, that the TFSA, the tax-free savings account, your money grows in there tax-free, but it's after-tax dollars that you put in, correct? It's not tax-deductible. That benefit an RSP, the RSP is tax-deductible, or TFSA is not. This right. is the best of both. That's right. So that if that passes, that would be an awesome thing. Is there What's the limitation, or what's the limits on that? How much can every, anybody put in there per year, and is there a limit? So the proposed limit right now is $8,000 per person, and there's no limit per household. So husband, wife, maybe adult children in the house, um, siblings, family, whatnot, can all contribute together. So $8,000 per year per person, and up to a total lifetime limit per individual of $40,000. Okay, so husband and wife, or boyfriend, girlfriend, they start saving, uh, they get divorced, uh, sorry, they get engaged, engaged comes first, marriage comes first. Yeah. Uh, they get engaged, married, then they buy a house. They could have up to 40000 each, which mm -hmm. has been tax deducted throughout the years. So that's 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 an awesome benefit. And then they can put $80,000 towards the house, and that's they, they can take it out without having to pay income tax on it. Exactly. Consider another benefit for friends and benefits. Excellent. That, that would be a good thing. What uh, What else have they proposed? So another thing that's easy to forget is that when you're a first-time home buyer, it's actually a first-time home buyer's spread you get at tax time, mm -hmm. which also lowers your taxable income. Um, so the current credit is $5,000. Now, that again, it doesn't mean you get $5,000. It means it lowers your taxable income by $5,000. Right. They're increasing that from $5,000 to $10,000. So it doesn't actually help you get into a house, but it takes away some of the sting at tax time after you buy that first-time house. That would be good. Yeah. Okay. That's another good proposal. Anything else uh, that they've said that, that you like or don't like? Well, one of the things that I'm, that I'm interested in, and mostly from the side of unintended consequences, is they're talking about some sort of ban on foreign ownership. I guess that leaves the question of defined foreign ownership. Right. Does that mean someone who's new to Canada? Does that mean a refugee, a student, an immigrant? We, we don't know. This is simply a, a vague proposal. And so we need to wait and see what those details are going to be before we have opinions on it. Well, yeah, exactly. I'm thinking back on somebody, um, I don't know, six, eight years ago, somebody called me or emailed me. Hi, I am the uh, um, finance minister for, and then this is African nation. And of course, you get these get these emails, please send me money, you know. Um, yep. But no, this really was the finance minister. He came to Canada and he bought a condo for his daughters to go to school. So would that be considered foreign ownership? He doesn't live here, but his daughters go to school here and they have a place to live. So if if that's the kind of thing that they are proposing to stop, that probably wouldn't be a good, it would not be a good thing. But uh, yeah, it's it's the federal government, right? They they got to have their fingers in everybody's, in everybody's business. And sometimes it's not a good idea. What about the initial proposal? They said it might not apply to students, but then does that apply if a student gets a gift of down payment? So I don't want to speculate too much on things that we don't know about. It's just not worth our time to go down. There. What about interest rates? Hey, I just heard that they're talking about another hike in June, possibly. 
So that's in the speculation right now. Uh, I can tell you on the fixed front that ever since the government announced, I want to say it was yesterday, of uh, where the inflation rate is at right now, um, that caused the bond market to spike, which raised the five-year fixed rates. And so we're now seeing five-year fixed rates of at least 4%, and with some lenders going even a little bit higher. Okay. Um, variable rates are still considerably lower than the fixed, but you're right. The federal government has said they may increase the overnight rate um, in June. So that's something to definitely watch for. Uh, for a lot of reasons, I still think variable is a better choice than fixed. But at the end of the day, that's a personalized conversation that we need to have with people who want to do the mortgage to make sure that you understand the risks and benefits each way. That's right. Uh, gauging their comfort level and and their, you know, what, what they know their future to be, if they know it. Um, so what are open rates right now or are variable rates? So I said fixed rates are about 4%. Variable rates are at about 2 2.1%. Wow. So there's still quite a gap right now between the two. Um, and that gap isn't uh, isn't narrowing at all as the fixed rates in the client. Yeah, so just to put that in perspective, if there's a 2% difference, if you've got a $400,000 mortgage, 2%, that's $8,000 a year, okay. right? So divide by 12 that's, uh, what is that, 680 something like that, $675 per month difference. That's huge. Well, and don't forget as well that the higher the interest rate, the more you're paying, the, the less you're paying towards principal, right? right? So one of the benefits of homeownership is principal reduction. Every time you make that payment, you are lowering the amount of money you owe in the house, and therefore you are increasing your equity. If you have a lower interest rate, you're building equity that much faster. Right. Okay. All right. Well, Mike, thanks a lot. And listen, um, you had another topic in mind that maybe we'll talk about in, in two weeks from now, and that is new to Canada. Correct. And so there's a number of programs and principles in place to help people who are recent immigrants to Canada uh, get into homeownership a little bit easier. And so these are things a lot of people simply don't know about. So that's something we thought we'd cover as well in the future. Okay, good. Well, I look forward to that again. So uh, thanks for uh, coming on the show, Mike. And uh, uh, it was it's an interesting subject, and I, I appreciate your time. Perfect. Thanks, folks. We'll chat again soon. Okay. Are you looking to buy a house or a condo in Winnipeg? Work with the agent who takes the time to explain the process to you, guiding you through every step. For service beyond the sale, book your home buying consultation with Bo Kaufman of Remax Performance today. Bo knows real estate. Well, I hope you've enjoyed listening to this episode as much as I've enjoyed creating it, because I really do love it. If you found the information helpful, why not download my free podcasting app? That way you never miss another episode. And I've made it super simple too. Just go to bonos.homes slash apps. That's A-P-P-S. Available for Apple and Android devices. And finally, please give this podcast a five-star rating. Again, we've made it super simple. Just go to lovethepodcast.com slash bonos. Thank you so much for listening. Let's do this again next week. You've been listening to Bo Kaufman of Remax Performance Realty. Are you thinking of buying or selling a house or a condo in Winnipeg? Call Bo at 204-333-2202. Remember, Bo knows real estate.